Would you take a trip without a GPS? Would you show up at the airport without a plane ticket? A lot of worship teams show up on Sundays without being prepared for the service. When we focus on advanced preparation, we are communicating to our volunteers that their time is valuable to us and to the church. We are also showing that we are striving for excellence in our worship services. Welcome to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast, where we strive to provide helpful resources for worship leaders and teams across the globe. My name is Clint Benish, and with me going around the table is Tim Price and Andrew Alsman. So today uh, we're going to be talking about the importance of planning in advance for your worship services. But since this is our first episode, I want to make sure that you get to know the team a little bit more. Uh, my name, as I said, is Clint Benish, and I've been in worship ministry for about 14 years. And at the current church that I serve at, I am the high school praise team worship leader. I've been doing that for a few years, but then also on Sunday mornings, I uh, fill in for our worship leader when he's out of town, or I play uh, guitar or bass. And going around the table, Tim, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Tim Price, and I serve in two ministries. One is local church here in Troy, where I've been on staff since 1998 and serving in the worship ministry since somewhere around 03 or 04 and lead a couple of the services we have here each week. Then the other avenue is Harvest Ministry, which is a uh, worship ministry that began in 1996, and we travel to lead music at various conferences and events and churches and involve all kinds of people in that. And all of us are have played in that and do play in that in various capacities. Oh, that's awesome, Tim. Uh, Andrew, uh, tell us a little about yourself, man. Yeah, my name's Andrew Alsman. Um, I serve alongside Tim on staff at Troy United Methodist Church as a worship design coordinator. So a lot of what I do is behind the scenes, um, planning center stuff, uh, Ableton, um, prepare, helping to prepare the team for rehearsals on Wednesdays and, and eventually, uh, you know, uh, game day on Sunday. And um, I've been in, in worship ministry for most of my life, probably about 16 years, 15 or 16 years in some sort of capacity, whether just uh, playing drums or we're helping to lead worship or doing some stuff behind the scenes. So really excited about this podcast and the potential that it has and um, just kind of getting to give some advice that we, from stuff we've learned over the years um, that, that could be useful to local churches and global churches. Yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting to be able to sit here and talk uh, with you guys and do this, this today. And um, so today we're going to be talking about advanced planning and worship. So we want to talk a little bit about what that looks like for us. Um, and, and why we do that. So the first thing we kind of want to talk about is uh, why we do this. And the, and the first thing that I see is that it allows the team to prepare. So what does that look like for you guys? Well, I'll be happy to start and (laughs) throw in, um, my two cents, but, um, you know, in the, in the old days, I was always kind of the guy that said, uh, the, the more you rely on the Holy Spirit and wing it, the more you can make it seem like the spirit is moving. And then times have changed a little bit and my own thoughts have changed. And there are times when God prompts us to do um, change direction, but for the most part, the Holy spirit can really work in our advanced planning. And so part of that is, is that the more people you have serving in your team with you, 
the the less opportunity everybody has to be in the know and so you have to let them know something so they pretty much have to know what song you're, you're practicing and what key it's going to be in and um the little phrase that we sort of are trying to keep hopping around here is practice at home and rehearse together so unless you give people the opportunity to do that there's there's no way for it to be as as good as it could be if if they did so yeah, and, and for us at, at Troy specifically, and this is going to differ based on, on your your environment and your church and, and what level of, of staff you have and volunteers you have, but we do strive to make sure things are in planning center early on that we've talked with our pastor about um, sermon series and, and songs that could go with that or, or songs that really fit the, the model that he's wanting on that Sunday. So we're making sure, you know, a few weeks out that, that we're kind of prepared for that so we can relay that to uh, the team members because they're volunteers and, and they're giving their time and we want to make sure that, that we're preparing them um, for what's to come and, and they can, and we can now expect them to be prepared Wednesday for rehearsal with the team if we get them that stuff in advance. And when it's not like that, it's, it's hard to expect that from them. So, so from our perspective, a lot of what that looks like is like Tim said, making sure songs are in the right key, the, the songs are set for Sunday. They're not changing last minute. And we're just, you know, communicating with our team to make sure that, that they're prepared when they get to rehearsal on Wednesdays. Yep. And advanced planning is really, a loving, hospitable act toward the people who are serving in your group. Otherwise, you're just asking them to come and hope. <laughs> yeah, one of the things that I really like about it since uh, kind of coming on board here uh, with you guys is uh, I remember when I first got into uh, worship ministry and I would literally, the team would show up Sunday morning and I would get handed like three or four songs and it'd be like, here's what we're doing today. And man, I was just like a ball of worry and stress and it like freaked me out and uh, I almost like stopped being in the praise team at first because it was kind of overwhelming uh, but that kind of like talks um, and transitions us into like the next thing is it lessens the Sunday stress I mean I just kind of said right there in my personal life how it lessened the stress for me uh, being having a good advance uh, notice on the songs and stuff like that but uh, where in your guys's life has it lessened your Sunday stress I mean, I was I was kind of thinking about this as we were preparing the show notes and, and um, what we were we were going to kind of talk about. And this is so true. And you maybe don't always think about it in the moment because you don't know what it can be like when you haven't experienced this. But yeah, when you're coming in on a Sunday and you know you're giving your team, uh, you're even on a Wednesday for rehearsal, they're just learning those songs. Like it puts a lot of stress on you as a worship leader, not only on them as, as team members, but on you as a worship leader to make sure that this all comes off uh, the, the way that it needs to on Sundays. And, um, and so, yeah, that, then your, your mind frame on a, on a Sunday morning is like, Oh my gosh, I hope this, this works out rather than I know this is going to work because we've already rehearsed it. We're as prepared as possible. And on Sundays, then you don't have to worry about that as much. I mean, there are always going to be things that happen, but we're limiting, um, the possibilities of, of some of those bad things happening on Sunday morning when, when you're rehearsing in advance. And I also come from a, a previous church where we didn't have the staff. And so a lot of it was that you get there on Sunday, here's, here are the five songs that we're going to do. Let's run through them in 45 minutes. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. And that can, like, I'm not saying that it failed every time, but you're really putting yourself at a huge disadvantage um, and really not being hospitable to your team if you're not preparing in advance. And another aspect to it is is that there are so many things that happen on Sunday that are out of your control, like people come up and say this or say that, or somebody has to back out because they got sick or emergencies or 
It's like a Sunday where everything lines up the way you planned it is rare. Like that happens maybe four or five times (laughs) over the course of a year. And outside of that, between all the different services and and all the different roles, somebody is going to have to say something that's not in the plan. So of all those things, one of the things that we can make sure is more or less as correct as possible is a song list and a flow of worship and anything that can be done beforehand so that people are in the know and feel like they're part of it. And and the other thing about lessening stress is, is that it helps people that aren't sitting around the church office all week long trying to plan and prepare because it's sort of on our minds and hearts like we're living it. But you get somebody else, they're literally showing up sometimes, you know, 30 minutes, 15 minutes before church. And um, if they haven't gotten clued in to some degree, then they're, you know, a big ball of nerves trying to get ready for what's next. And so... Yeah, because even as as humans, we we want to do well. We want to um, have excellence in worship. Like even if that the church isn't necessarily um, showing us by their actions that they expect that, you still as a human being want to do the best that you can. So when you get there on a Sunday and there's no way of you like having rehearsed the parts or whatnot, you're you're going to start to get frustrated by how things are developing because um, you're not going to be on on your game as, as much as you could be because you weren't prepared. People like to be prepared and, and be notified of what's coming. They don't want to come in on a Sunday morning and not know, um, you know, what they're doing or what they really signed up for. Well, that's great. Um, the next thing that we want to talk about here is about, uh, how, because of your planning and everything like that, you can be more creative. And, um, I have a few different thoughts about that just in kind of in general is, uh, just kind of being, um, uh, a worship leader at a satellite campus that we have. And, um, if I schedule some worship leaders to, uh, be there and preach and, uh, depending on who's going to be there and who's not going to be there, um, I have certain people who will give me their information the day that I have to turn in the bulletins. And then I have other people who turn it into me like a week and a half beforehand. And, um, it's, it's hard whenever you get the stuff in that very last moment, because then I'm just like really rushed and like, I can't be creative with the bulletin or I can't pick out songs that flow well or call to worship. If you guys do call to worships, uh, that like really sink in with that. I'm just kind of like, Oh my goodness, I'm just going to plug and play here just because it's last minute. But, um, for you guys, uh, how has uh, planning in advance led to you guys being more creative? One thought I had when you were talking and you know, all this is meant to be encouraging because it, it's all relative what advanced planning really is in your church. If you, you know, have been basically been winging it and you take one little step toward a little bit of planning, like if you send somebody a note that says, Hey, we're going to be doing this song. It's a little bit difficult. Let's make sure we all listen to it. That one little thing will jolt people into becoming more creative because they're able to actually think about it. But, um, one aspect to, um, being more creative is that you, you know, to increase this idea, you have to have some sort of incubator moment. Like there's got to be like a little bit of an oven to, to bake the cake. Otherwise you, you, you get partway there and you're not all the way there. You just, you know, stirred everything up and then it's time to, to do it. And you haven't had time to actually like wait. And I heard somebody say, and maybe this is old, but I heard somebody say there are three things, good, fast, and cheap. And you can only pick two. So if you want it to be good and cheap, then it's not going to be fast. And if you want it to be cheap and fast, then it's not going to be good. <laughs> and if you want it to be cheap and good, 
then it's not going to be fast. Maybe I already said that one. Anyway, I confused myself, <laughs> but you can only pick two. And so if you're going to really be creative, then you have to allot time. And what's weird about time is that it's free, but it requires like carving it out and actually the discipline of doing it. So of all the resources we have in worship planning, time makes a big difference, but it just seems like sometimes it's so hard to actually pull it off and carve out the space. Yeah, and if, but it does increase creativity if you can do y- it. Yeah, and, and I think uh, too specifically, um, you know, it does depend on on your church setting, but almost anywhere you're you're going to be less um, less able to to prepare a service or to prepare a song in a way that that maybe fits, um, or maybe you just want to get creative with a song and do it a different way, but maybe the people that arrive on a Sunday morning have only heard it recorded in, in one way. And so now you're asking them to learn a totally different version or something in 30 minutes. So it's going to be like naturally just less creativity in the preparation for that service when you're doing it 30 minutes before the service. You're not really going to have much leeway. You may not even be able to practice every single song in 30 minutes before the service. So naturally you're not going to be able to put in any creative elements. Um, you're really going to have to be pretty strict on on time and, and what you're rehearsing at that point. And, and again, it just adds a ton of stress and takes away almost any creativity you can have in any kind of worship service. And the more creativity you have, the more fresh and, and neat it seems to the people. Mm. But sometimes people think that they're going to have more freshness if they don't have planning. Like it's all just going to, you know, just arise up. But in reality, the more fresh and creative you want it to be, the more advanced planning you really need. Yeah. So. Yeah, we've kind of learned that the hard way a couple of times. That, um, and even like one example of this is using a. And we'll, we'll probably get into this in future podcasts, and I don't want to overwhelm in the first one. But we we have transitioned to using clicks in our ministry, and people always you know talk about how you know that's that's really rigid and that doesn't allow for much creativity. But actually, it allows for more creativity because we're planning in advance, and now we have something that's guiding us as a band cohesive to be cohesive together. And that's kind of the same way that advanced planning works. It, it, it doesn't have to be rigid. It just it allows you to be more prepared and cohesive as a team, which in the moment allows for more creative moments. That's great. Um, You know, I was kind of sitting here thinking as you guys were talking about it is like, you know, as we plan ahead um, and we can be more creative with how we uh, do the worship flow, there might be these other puzzle pieces that kind of like show up that maybe um, you're not gifted with, but you can like invite people along on the journey to help out. So like, um, where have you seen options and abilities for you can like delegate people to uh, join on the team and uh, use their um, gifts for the worship service? Well, we don't have to go in order every time, but it's fun just to start talking. So, uh, Clint, sometimes we have, um, over these last few months, whenever you have stepped in to either, you know, play electric or to lead worship, we've known that pretty far in advance just because of just the, the basic calendar planning, just when people are going to be around, when people are going to be gone. Even that is an aspect of advanced planning, just to see what's coming up and you know, so all of a sudden you're not shocked. You're like, whoa, I'm not gonna be here next week. Who can do it? And um, so even that's like helped, and that's been a, a huge deal. But as far as delegation goes, um, there's a lot of people. Every church is gifted with the people they need to accomplish excellent ministry in their context. And excellence, you know, that could be defined as the best you you can do with you know the resources you have. And so um, 
if you have that many people around that are available to use their gifts in ministry, um, one of the things you don't want to do is shoot yourself in the foot by never inviting them to participate. So if you need some sort of creative art, something or other, or some photography done for your, uh, you know, some sort of message series, or you want to learn a new song, or you want to pull somebody in for a new instrument, or, you know, just a part for one of the songs, any little piece like that that you can uh, delegate to other people is going to be a huge opportunity for them and a huge win for like, you know, more powerful worship services. Yeah. And it's hard to delegate things to people last minute, which is kind of what you were saying, but, um, it would be hard to go up to Clint two days before the Sunday service and say, Hey, I need you. Can you lead this Sunday? Uh, that's probably not going to happen. So if you're not planning in advance, you you can't expect your volunteers, you know, to, to step up in those moments when you haven't you haven't prepared them or or asked in advance so they can clear their schedule because chances are if they're really invested in in your team and your ministry they're going to make time or make an effort to make time but you have to do your job and prepare them for that so that they they can do that otherwise you, you, you know you're going to you're going to scare them away from serving basically by but they're going to think everything's last minute and they're never going to be prepared and they're going to feel like they're letting you down by having to say no. But really, you, you kind of let them down by not giving them advance notice. That's really good. And, um, you know, as we look across all these things, you know, some people could look at it like, oh, man, you guys are really strict and really harsh when it comes to like advanced planning and stuff like that. Even like uh, systems that we have in place or whatever. But like like talking about it, you know, the whole purpose that we do this is because we want to give our best worship for God. You know, everything that we want to do, we want to be able to glorify God, um, and we want to do it the best that we can. We don't want to, um, you know, if we don't know the songs, we don't want to stumble across some chord progressions or whatever or uh, make some mistakes and sing the first verse twice when on the screen it has the second verse going on or whatever it might be. Oh, you're supposed to match the screen? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't figured that out yet. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, yeah, but like, you know, you, you... Part of all this advanced planning is to uh, get rid of those distractions that can take away uh, from the worship. You want to enhance it, not hinder it. Yeah, and, and further um, to that point, like, yes, mistakes are going to happen. We we don't expect to be perfect. That's the beauty of Christianity and, like, serving in ministry. Like, you're not going to be perfect no matter how much you rehearse or whatnot, but you certainly can— um, work harder to eliminate distractions by advanced planning. And that's what we're we're trying to do is we're trying to bring our best. And if you're not preparing at all before the Sunday service, then really you're not bringing your best. And sometimes it happens to like the best, the best of us because most worship leaders are gifted in being able to, you know, crank out some sort of leadership or some sort of music or some sort of ministry. And one of the, one of the things that like one of the, whirlwind pushes that happen during busy weeks, whether you're full-time or part-time or volunteer is that the thing that you're the best at is what gets put on the back burner because that's what you know you can pull off. And so you just spend all kinds of time doing other stuff and then you leave this thing that you're actually good at. So the phrase I heard was you don't want to just, um, use your gifts. You want to develop your gifts. And that's what that's what some of that does. Advanced planning allows you to develop your gift so that you're not just, you know, letting it do whatever and, and kind of atrophy because you're just out there hoping that it's going to work. Yeah, I think that's great. I, I've noticed I do that sometimes on on uh, songs that we do that we, we've done a bunch of times. Like I I might just skip over those songs and not 
not rehearse them as, as much as I would rehearse a new song, which is just, you know, human nature, but you should be rehearsing everything that you're doing because, you know, what's to say you haven't forgotten how to play a certain part on that song or, or something. You, you just want to be as prepared as possible and kind of um, get rid of some of those bad habits that come from not being prepared in advance. All right. Well, that's great, guys. I'm I'm really excited that we got together and had this conversation. So I want to thank you guys uh, for being here. And uh, everyone who's listening, I want to thank you guys so much for joining us. And, uh, you know, if you uh, if you want to see our our notes from this, uh, go to our website, which is worshipleadertoolbox.com uh, for all of our articles and blogs. But also be sure to subscribe to the podcast and uh, give us a rating to help us rise to the top of everything like that. Five star all the way is what I say. Uh, but yeah, check out uh, the, the worshipleadertoolbox.com for articles, videos, resources, and tools to grow your worship ministry. See ya.